Ready to dominate at the plate? Blast Baseball is trusted by more major league and college teams than any other hitting solution. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 at checkout to save $25. It is 9 o'clock. Let's get right into it. We do this show every Monday through Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern on X Spaces. I'm Alan Gay, and this is now D1 Speaks. Hey, we got a special show tonight. We're going to do something a little bit different. We've got a personal trainer. We've got a gym owner with us. We've got Alex Duenas. And uh, I think we're going to really get a lot out of this. I'm super excited. Hey, Alex, are you here? I am here. What's going on, Alan? How are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you so much for taking time to join us, man. Why don't you... Uh, why don't you kick it off and just give us a little bit of an introduction of who you are? Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. So I'm Alex. I've been a trainer now for 10 years. I became a personal trainer when I was 18 years old. And um, I've been working out since I was 12. So for the past 16 years, I'm 28 now, I've been working out consistently. I've missed max maybe all week off the gym. Other than that, I haven't missed. And I own a gym called The Lion's Den over here in Gainesville, Florida, and I also own an online coaching company called The Lion's Den as well. And I mainly focus on helping people pass what they think they can do. And I've had a passion for this. I'm a very God-driven man, and I believe that we're all here to give everybody the best that we can be. But in order for us to do that, we have to be better. And so this is what I do every day. Heck yeah, man. What a great introduction. But I'm sitting here thinking to myself, you started working out when you were 12. Like, uh, was that with, with weights, free weights, or were you doing some type of body exercising and just kind of figuring out how to exercise? Well, honestly, funny enough, I was playing baseball for a very long time. And when I was 12, I remember being in the dugout with a couple of my friends. And I'll never forget one of my uh, teammates, his name was Chris. And at this time, I'm like maybe five 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 you know i'm five seven right now so i was like maybe five five and he was like five four years shorter than me but i remember looking over and he had these massive shoulders and these massive arms and i'm like man and at the same time he was talking to this really pretty girl her name is taylor i'll never forget and i remember just thinking man how is he so jacked and he's talking to a pretty girl and i remember going to him my like, hey chris well can you can you show me how to do what you do like how'd you get these arms he's like yeah absolutely and within like the week, I went over to his place and he showed me a couple of different push-ups. He gave me like three pound weights. So at this point, I was playing baseball already. So he started teaching me how to actually do my workouts and simple push-ups. And with that, I actually went to Colombia because my mom's from Colombia. And I just started training that summer and, you know, doing push-ups, some pull-ups. And that's where it really started. Hey, that's pretty cool, man. It's always about the women. I love it. <laughs> you know, in the, in the beginning, it, it is. Every guy wants to look better for women, you know? <laughs> no question about it. So let me ask you something. Uh, the lion's den, the, the E is a three, kind of a play on that? Honestly, uh, the lion's den LLC was taken. <laughs> so I had, a, I had to think of a, way of, of a way of doing it because I really wanted the lion's den. And the lion's den really honestly came out of uh, covid um, I was living in uh, in a house over here in Gainesville with three other bodybuilders during COVID. And we were like the only people who had a gym in the garage. And so I always considered us lions because we were, we were very courageous. We had 
we all looked great. We all loved to work out. We had this positive mindset. I just looked at every single one of us as, as leaders. A- any one of us could take a role on of like leading one or the other to where we want to go. And we had that much trust within us. And then when I, I wanted to keep the name and I said, even if I have to make the E a three, so be it. And sometimes I bring it back to like, maybe it's about God, nutrition and training or mindset training and nutrition, you know? Hey, that's pretty cool, man. I love it. You were set on a name and you were going to make sure you got it. Absolutely. <laughs> so when you opened it, what a time to open it too. It's in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, kind of talk to us about that. And then just your own personal experiences. I mean, how did that really shape the mi- mission and value of the Lions Den? Well, I'm going to be honest, Alan, because that's, that's who I really am. I, I've always been a trainer since I was 18 because I didn't think I was smart enough to go to college. You know, I remember my, one of my professors asking the entire class, we were like juniors to seniors, and they're like, who's going to college? And I could have swore only three or four people out of the 28 of us raised their hands. And I thought to myself, there's no way I'm going to college. Like, I'm not smart enough, you know? I'm good with women, and I work out. That's, I know I, that's all I know. And so getting out of high school, I was like, what am I going to do? And it wasn't until someone told me, like, why don't you just become a trainer? And the idea of being inside the gym all day, being able to train people and being able to make money off it was the dream for me. I mean, you get to, you're telling me I get to do what I've loved to do doing since I was 12. Absolutely. I'll go for it. <laughs> I love it. And, well, man, I got to tell you, working out's not easy, obviously. And it takes a lot of dedication, certainly for you, but for your clients. So there's got to be a really kind of this connection, not just your body, but it's mental as well. So kind of talk to us about how do you, how do you keep people in a positive frame of mind when they're really doing tough challenges for themselves. Cause I'm sure everybody that you're training is not a bodybuilder. I'm sure there's some middle-aged women, you know, there's middle-aged guys that are just trying to be healthier. I would say this leaders do more. People don't listen. They see what you do. And so I'm always in shape. I'm always around 8% body fat. I'm always looking phenomenal. I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, I eat my meals, I'm constantly working out. So it's that mindset of like, man, this is my trainer, this is my coach. And I honestly, I don't consider myself a trainer anymore. I consider myself more of a coach because a trainer teaches, a trainer shows you what to do, a coach shows you how to do it. And so that my clients know that when they, when they work with me, they're working with someone that's doing double what they're doing. But it's also guiding them in the right direction because I believe the biggest mistake, which I've made in the past, that's the only way we learn sometimes, is when a trainer gets a client, they give them the quote-unquote perfect plan. But what trainers fail to realize is that this person has old habits. This person has never really followed a meal plan. This person has never followed a workout plan. So instead of meeting them where they're at, they give them what they, they expect them to do which is the perfect plan. Now change your whole entire life. You're going to eat this. You're going to work out this much. When in reality, you have to meet them where they're at and show them how to make small wins so they feel like they're capable of doing it. Absolutely, man. That makes sense. It's just like the baseball field. Honestly, no different. Absolutely. Hey, I love that. So I was kind of checking out a little background on you before, you know, we we hopped on this uh, podcast. And I just, I want you to kind of, Talk to us a little bit about your martial arts training and where that came from and why you got involved with that. Absolutely. I started doing boxing and jujitsu when I was around 15, 15 years old. Um, 
I would say my dad was, a, was an amazing man and worked very hard, but he was a very aggressive man. He was brought up. He was brought up very aggressively by his mother in El Salvador. He didn't grow up with a father, and not having a father figure in a man's life is it's it's, it's detrimental to a, a man's life, a boy's life. You know, they say a, a mom shows a kid how to be a boy, and a, a father shows a boy how to be a man. And so my dad had a very uh, rough upbringing, which led to also bringing us up more physically and verbally. And so on top of that, I went to school. I got bullied at school. So I had two choices, either keep getting bullied or I have to learn how to fight. And I started learning how to fight with my buddy who also got picked on. So we both got picked on. So we were like, let's go on YouTube. Let's learn jujitsu. Then he got into boxing. Then we learned boxing. And then I learned, I learned, I got into um, some Muay Thai. I just learned to become a weapon. I learned not to get picked on because it, it was either that or I was going to become somebody. So I'm glad I got bullied. I'm glad my dad was very hard on me. I'm super glad because it gave me two options. And I took the, the, the best option, which was to get better. And that hmm. led me to learning how to fight. And it's what gave me my confidence. I'm 5'7", but I, I walk around like I'm six foot. I never thought of myself short because I'm like, whether you're 245 pounds, whether you're 6'3", I know how to fight. Whether it goes to the ground, whether it, it, it's on stand-up, it doesn't matter. Like, obviously, doesn't mean I'm going to go and pick on people. But I know that I can, any room I walk into, I know I can hold my own if someone decides to mess with me. Man, I love that. It absolutely just really accelerated your self-confidence, obviously. A- absolutely. Muscles are great, but they're useless if you don't know how to fight. So I believe I can have this six-pack, I can have this. But if I didn't know how to fight, I wouldn't be as confident. Because I wouldn't be able to protect myself or let alone protect my girlfriend or protect my friends. And that was important for me because in my group, I hung around with guys who were kind of my same height. But we had a saying like each one of us needs to know how to fight because if you can't protect me, then you're just a weak link. Hey, everybody that's joining us again, thank you so much for being here. We absolutely appreciate you supporting Now D1. And thank you for supporting Alex Duenas. And uh, just to give you an indi- indication, Alex is a personal trainer, but he's also a gym owner. He lives in Gainesville, and uh, he owns the Lion's Den. Maybe talk to us just a little bit, Alex, about some challenges that you've also faced. I mean, you've mentioned being a bodybuilder a couple of times, and, and I don't know where you are on that path. You know, if it, and then also just kind of give us an idea of how any setbacks have really helped you in regards to your clients as well as, as to what it is that they're going through. Absolutely. I, I believe life happens for us, never to us. And so I um, at 19, when I, when I went to college, my buddy convinced me to go to college. He's like, come to college, please, please, please. So I said, well, you know what? I'll go to college. I went to college for one semester and I'll never forget walking into class and thinking, Man, another four years of this, you know? And so almost, almost towards the end of my first semester, I wasn't doing this well. I saw a video of Arnold, and Arnold inspired me to become more of a, like a bodybuilder. And I pursued bodybuilding for about four or five years, dedicated from like 20 to like 25. I competed in my first bodybuilding show naturally, and I competed in my second bodybuilding show enhanced. And it was a great journey, but there's a lot of setbacks because – Things don't always go the way you want them to go. You know, I traveled to, I drove to California. I went broke after four months trying to chase this dream. I had to move back into my parents' house. I was in a horrible relationship with a woman for about two years, constantly fighting. Uh, we weren't good to each other. And eventually led me to coming here to Gainesville. And I showed up to Gainesville over here with $300 to my name, no job, a shattered dream of being a bodybuilder. And 
now I was like, what am I going to do now? And so, and then that gave me the opportunity to really get closer to God, if I'm going to be honest. Because when you hit rock bottom, sometimes like... This space was downloaded via spacesdown.com. Visit to download your spaces today. You turn to, I was sitting in my, my friend's, um, fr friend's spare room with $300 in my pocket on an air mattress with boxes surrounded around me. And all I could do after breaking up with my girlfriend with, after two years now, I had to grab the Bible. I grabbed the Bible and I'm like, okay, I'm going to focus on you guys. Because obviously I don't know what I'm doing. And um, he's helped me through so much these past three years. And all I can say, three years after that, where I'm at now is my own gym. I have my own apartment. I have a dog. I have two businesses technically. And I can all say it was all the help through God. Man, that is so cool. And I give you so much credit, not only for everything that you've overcome, but really your strength of character to, to really put your trust in God and, and, and to be bold enough to talk about it here today as well. I absolutely appreciate that very, very much. That's cool stuff, Alex. Yeah, I believe, uh, I believe people don't want to talk about God because they immediately get turned into religion. When people ask me, are you Christian or Catholic? I tell them I'm neither. I just have a beautiful relationship with God. I spend 30, 40 minutes every single day. I don't miss uh, reading scripture every single day. I don't miss. For the past three years since he changed my life, I haven't missed a day. And that has given me clarity. So I tell people, if you're lost, if you have no direction, if you don't know where you're going, how about you just start building a relationship with the person that has your back over anybody else in this world? Just build a relationship. Just listen to him. Speak to him. That's all. And before you know it, you'll start getting guided. You'll start seeing signs. You'll, you'll build up clarity. You don't have to go to church, but just build a relationship with somebody that cares about you. Hey, that's good stuff right there, man. So let me ask you something. In addition to just physical training, I know and I can tell just by talking to you, I mean, you really emphasize a positive mindset. And I know nutrition has to be very, very important as well. So kind of talk to us about how that comes together to really help individuals achieve lasting, holistic, so to say, uh, well-being. Well, self-mastery starts with what we ingest. If you can't control what goes inside your body, how can you control anything else in your life? Because if you're not in shape, that's on you. Nobody else. Nobody force feeds you. Every day you decide what goes into your body. Every day you decide what you do with your body. So I truly believe that in order for you to be a great leader, you have to lead by example. So if you're, if you're lacking that discipline in nutrition, that's how you do anything is how you do everything. And sometimes I see coaches with these big bellies and they're trying to coach their, and they're trying, and they're trying to coach their, 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 their athletes. He's like, yeah, he's really going to listen to you because you really listen to yourself. Because I know when people look in the mirror and they look at their stomach, like I really need to drop 20 pounds and then they don't do it. And they wonder why some of their athletes don't listen to them because they don't even listen to themselves. You know, so it's like, how are you going to gain respect from other people if you don't even respect yourself? And I get it. Absolutely. We're all busy. But what's important? You know, and so every single day I eat four or five meals a day and I, I, st I stick to the basics and I really don't veer off because that's a form of discipline. Every day I'm practicing discipline. Every three, four hours I'm practicing discipline. And discipline is freedom. And when people see that, it reflects on your body. And how, again, how you do anything is how you do everything. Everybody, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a school teacher, an engineer, a uh, uh, um, uh, scientist, whatever you might be, everybody eats. So if you don't know what's going in your body, 
how, what are what are macros? What are protein, carbs, and fats? You're you're in the dark of one of the most important things of your life. I love it, man. I love that 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 phrase too. How you do anything is how you do everything. That's pretty cool. You've said it a couple of times now. Yeah, I truly believe that. I, I I truly believe that people. I believe people like stand on their strengths. I'm really good at this, but I'm not really good out of this over here. So I'm gonna really, I'm gonna ignore it. When in reality, it's like, no, that's what that's the missing piece to your life. You can be great in your finances, but what about your body? Or vice versa. Great your body, but your finances are off. What about your relationship? You know, how are you showing up to your partner? And especially your woman. If you can't even keep your word to you, how is she going to trust you? If every, oh, I'm going to the gym this week and you don't. And then she looks at you and is like, oh, there he goes again, saying he's going to do something and he doesn't do it. It's good stuff, man. Talking about uh, kind of keeping a watch on each other. Is it important? I just want to ask you a question. Is it important at your gym? or any gym, really to have kind of a community feel. And, and if it is, what, how does that necessarily mm-hmm. help your clients to be successful? So I believe that part of being a community, I'm going to be honest with you, I don't have that strong of a community as I would like to. I, I believe a lot of my clients rely on, lot, on, on, on me. And what I mean by that is I'm always posting on my Instagram, all my clients follow me on my Instagram, all my clients follow me from TikTok. I've gotten majority of my clients from social media or word of mouth. So I don't advertise. I've gotten all my clients, not from ads, but from social media, from promoting myself or word of mouth. And so every day I'm posting on my Instagram story. So my clients, they all see me do what I'm doing. They all, so I haven't cultivated really much as much of a community. I have a private Facebook group that some of them post, but not as much as I would like to. So if I'm being honest, I, that's something I really need to focus on is building this community. But I also give a lot of my clients that one-on-one attention. So I have an app and they all met that, that I control, that I go with all my clients. And so they message me. So if a client has a question, hey, Alex, I'm going to this, boom, 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 next one, next one. But they all follow me on social media. So they're always seeing what I'm doing. But I need to work on that more, honestly. Hey, that's good, though. I was going to ask you, and I'm glad you really brought that up, is how do you really work with your clients um, uh, virtually? So I've, I, I was when my gym, I was up to my neck with clients. Like I was training 12 clients a day. I was constantly with them. And I only do 30-minute sessions. I don't do a 60-minute session. You don't need to be in the gym for 60 minutes with me because – 90% of your results come from your food. Because if 90% of your results came from the gym, everybody that went to the gym would be in great shape. You know, <laughs> but it comes down to the food. So when I was training people in, in person, it was great. But if you weren't eating what I told you to eat, it wouldn't matter how much you would train. And so what would happen is my clients would get used to, oh, I'm training with Alex. This is great. This is fun. Yeah, the workout's fun, but you're avoiding the hardest part. And so my virtual clients, I had them all in an app. And what I do is I teach them. Again, a coach teaches you. I believe the trainer between a difference between a trainer and a coach is this. When you hire a trainer, you hire an Uber. You're paying the Uber to drive you places when you don't know how to drive. So you're constantly relying on the Uber to take you, but you're never learning. When it comes to a coach, I'm your driving instructor. I'm teaching you how to track your macros. I'm teaching you how to weigh your food out. I'm teaching you the most important part, which gives you 90% of the results. And if you ha- and so when I construct you a plan of what to eat, how much to eat, why you're eating what you're eating, and if you have any questions, you can just hit me up on my app. Hey, Alex, I'm having a question. Boom, done. 
And when I give you workouts, they're all recorded with me personally with videos. So you'll click on your workout. Okay, I want you to do this, 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 this. And if you need some modifications, I'll modify it for you because I'm not going to be with you forever. I'm the last coach you'll ever have to hire. I tell people, you make this one investment, you're never going to need a program ever again in your life. You're never going to need another coach in your life because I'm going to teach you everything that I, you need to learn about food and training and discipline. That's a good pitch right there. <laughs> I love it. So let me, let me ask you something, Alex. Anybody that wants to get in touch with you, you know, how, how do they, what's your Instagram? You've mentioned that a couple of times. And then just tell us uh, like your, your website for the Lions Den and a phone number Honestly, as well. you can go to like on Instagram, you can look up the Alex Duenas all together. And that could be on my TikTok, the Alex Duenas. On Instagram, the Alex Duenas, and I don't have really a website for the Lions. Then all my communications comes through either TikTok or Instagram. So if you wanted to reach me the quickest, it would be through my Instagram, um, the Alex Duenas. All right, perfect. And anybody that's on the space will see how to spell your name yes, as well. Man. And then when we put it out on the podcast, I'll be sure to include that by all means. So talk to us a little bit about really the connection between your physical fitness and mental clarity. You know, and and what is it specific about what you're training that really develops that connection even deeper? So I believe that every single one of us knows what we should be doing. I should go to the gym. I shouldn't have ate that piece of pizza. I shouldn't have ate that cake. I should I should I should eat something better. I should wake up earlier. I should really pray. We all know what we should be doing, but we tend to ignore it because we lack a sense of discipline. So it all starts with my morning process. I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, I get my coffee, I read scripture, from there I go and eat a meal, a macronutrient meal, so I know exactly what's going into my body, I walk my dog, and then I go hit the gym. All, and I'm done with all that by, say, 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. And with then, now I'm, I'm going forward. I have had my time to myself. The thing is, I'm not waking up for money. I'm waking up for personal development. I'm, work, I'm waking up to work on myself. People wake up for money. They wake up, oh, I got to go to work now. I'm rushing. When are they working on themselves? When are they taking the time to sit back and actually reflect and think about where they're going with their health, where are they going with their finances, where are they going spiritually, where is their relationship going? And when they're done working, Monday through Friday, they'd say, then comes Saturday, Sunday, and it's time to relax, time to, time to take your foot off the gas and go either drink, either smoke, either all these things. And so I cut all vices. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't, I, I don't, I don't watch pornography. So I'm not, I'm not clouding my clarity. You can't, when you're eating bad food, you, you cloud your clarity. When you're drinking, you cloud your clarity. When you're smoking, you're clouding your clarity. When you're watching porn, you're, cl you're clouding your clarity. So all these vices that people do bring them down the wrong path. They can't think straight. They're constantly up and down, up and down instead of being consistent getting that natural high from eating the right foods and working out consistently. Because after you're done working out, Alan, after you're done working out, how do you feel? Fantastic. Like I can conquer the world. Absolutely. <laughs> you, can, you can leave the gym and you're walking. Someone, someone can cut you off. Hey, not even a problem. Don't even worry about it. Oh, let me hold the door for you. You're at a high state. You're at a high frequency. You feel great about yourself. But then you go out, say some people go out at night. They have way too much drink. They wake up the next day regretting it. So they wake up the next day with a hangover, regretting it. And think about where's your clarity there? Where's the mental clarity? There is no mental clarity. Now you're dealing with anxiety because you're not sure what's going on in the future. Why? Because you're not, you know you're not, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing today. 
The future will take care of itself if you take care of today. And depression, depression comes from regression. If you're regressing in the present, your body, your mind, your relationship, you're going to feel depressed. But when you're moving forward through a workout, you're eating right, you're waking up early, you're not handling these vices, you're not being rude or mean to people, you're not lying. It's hard to be depressed because you're, you're making progress. You're becoming better. It's good stuff, man. I'm loving it. Hey, I got to ask you one thing, and I know you don't have this advice, and I'm thinking you don't sleep. So, and I know you know mm-hmm. how important it mm-hmm. is to, to get a good night's sleep to really let your body recover when it needs to. Mm-hmm. What time are you going to bed, man? You're up at three. Honestly, between like last night, I went to sleep like at 9.45, 10. Even if we, even like, that, like tonight, if I'll go to sleep around that time as well. But here's the truth. And uh, I know sleep is very important. But the truth is I don't have any vices. My, my body operates optimally. Nothing holds me. My nutrition's on point. My workouts are on point. I'm not putting alcohol into my body. I only drink water. So even if I only get five hours of sleep, six hours of sleep, throughout my day, I'm not putting anything in my body that's holding me back. I'll go walk, for, I'll go walk three times a day and get vitamin D. I take my vitamins. So ultimately, five or six hours, I'm ready to go. Whereas opposed to if you're constantly putting bad food, spiking up your insulin, drinking alcohol, smoking, all the, and then guilt – because guilt does a lot of bad things to your body. When you do something, you feel guilty. It does something to your body. So when I don't have any of these vices, I'm just operating at my optimal state. So the sleep that the sleep that I do get, trust me, I hit that pillow. Fatigue is the best pillow. I hit that pillow after being up since three o'clock in the morning. I go to sleep and I sleep straight through the next five six hours. Sounds good, man. You're very very fortunate. You're doing it the right way. So let me ask you, Alex. Just kind of looking into the future here, what, what are really your, what are your aspirations for the lion's den? And, and really, what is it that you want to be able to do to keep helping people lead healthier, more fulfilling lives? I focus on every day, how many people can I, can I touch? How many people can I motivate? How many people can I inspire? And my future for that is if I can do that every single day, if I can speak to a few new people every day, if I can post my content, if I can just stay consistent and make today count, the company will grow. And I, and I got to make sure that I don't just break character. I don't go out of what I should be doing. And I will m- consistently be growing because I'm not comfortable, Alan. I'm not comfortable at all. And when, we, when do we grow? When we're uncomfortable. My wake-up time is not comfortable. My diet is uncomfortable. My workouts aren't comfortable. Business is uncomfortable. So my business will keep growing as long as I keep growing. Because you, your level of success will never surpass your level of personal development. And if, you're, if I'm consistently developing myself as a man and becoming, not focused on acquiring. I'm not focused on acquiring a million dollars. I'm focused on becoming a man worth a million dollars. That means I've changed thousands of lives. And that's my goal. How many, can I change a thousand lives with what I do? Good stuff, man. I think you're well on your way. I got to tell you, I have really enjoyed our time together. You know, uh, just for anybody that's kind of tuning in, you know, generally speaking, now D1 Speaks is really catering to a baseball oriented audience. And I, but I got to tell you, this having a personal trainer on and someone who is, gosh, just not your prototypical meathead at all, right? You're just not mm-hmm. going into the gym, lifting weights and, and then leaving. It's an entire experience. And it's really, 
it's much more about the way you're living as opposed to just working out. That's a component of it, you know, just as much as the mental piece is a component and just as much as the spiritual piece, you know. And so you, you've kind of collectively put all this together and really developed a way of life. And as I've talked to you, it sounds much more than, um, hey, let me tell you a workout plan. Instead, mm-hmm. I think you're really sharing with your clients, hey, let me tell you how to live. Absolutely. And it, Right. And I love the the one comment, you know, I'm going to be the last coach you ever have. I think that makes all the sense in the world, because if you really, truly are able to put people on a path to a healthier life, at some point, they're not going to need you because that path will just really become their own. They'll be living it. They'll be working out. They'll be eating correctly. They'll be getting the right amount of sleep. They won't have devices. And, and, They'll be able to thank you for that foundation, but they truly won't need you. You know what I mean? And that's probably where you find the greatest success is when someone is totally capable on their own. And now you can focus your attention on someone else who really needs the help. Absolutely. It's changing not their body. It's changing their mindset about what they're doing. It's changing their body about this is a diet. This is the way I eat so I can feel and look the best that I can and I can live my life to the fullest. I tell people, do you want to, work out and get in shape for a year or do you want to work out and get in shape for until you're 75 there you go man. right hey that's awesome stuff man i have truly enjoyed tonight i hope that you've enjoyed it as well absolutely i have i really appreciate it man that's fantastic i will tell everybody to tune in tomorrow night at nine o'clock we do have an uncommitted prospect he's 24 year uh, uh graduating class of 24 smart novak out of virginia Super talented kid. I think you're going to be absolutely interested in what it is that he has to say. Hey, Alex, again, thank you very, very much for being here. And I hope we're able to stay connected, man. I'd love to have you come back on the show, maybe in another six months or a year, and and just kind of touch base with you and see how you're doing. Absolutely. I would love to do that. All right, guys. Hey, again, everyone, thanks for being here. We're going to end it here for tonight. So thank you. Hey, let me ask you something. Are you ready to dominate at the plate this season? Blast Baseball is the number one hitting improvement solution, trusted by more major league, college, and travel ball teams than any other. The Blast sensor attaches to the knob of any bat, providing real-time feedback with every swing. Metrics are automatically sent to a smartphone app, generating insights that allow you to analyze and improve your hitting like never before. Go to BlastMotion.com and enter code NOWD1 and you will save $25 at checkout. Unlock your potential with Blast.